Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For cables, connectors, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And buy the ham station. Get your new radio or antenna by calling 800-729-4373 or go to hamstation.com. It's ham radio. Welcome back, everybody. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 71. The National Boy Scout Jamboree, and also Jamboree on the air and on the internet with Jim Wilson, K5ND, recorded live on Thursday, June 29th, 2017. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live tonight. We are joined by Jim Wilson, K5ND, the the face and the voice of K2BSA, and uh, he'll be here to talk about several upcoming radio scouting events for the boys' side of things, and uh, we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. And uh, last week on the show, Sean Kutzko, KX9X, was here to take all your field day questions. I hope... Uh, Everybody had a great field day. We sure did uh, here. Um, and if you missed the show, um, just go over to hamtalklive.com and you can listen there. Or you can catch the podcast version over on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, or SoundCloud. And we're also over on YouTube. So you can always catch us on one of those. Well, get your uh, scouting questions ready to go after the interview. Um, I'll let you know when it's time to give us a call, but here is the phone number. It's 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. Or you can Skype us. We're Ham Talk Live on Skype. And you can also tweet us. We're also Ham Talk Live on Twitter. So I'll be back with Jim right after this word from Tower Electronics here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you in part by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's Dime Store since 1978. When you need connectors, mobile and handheld antennas, cables, or adapters, visit Scott or Jill at a Ham Fest near you. Or you can order online at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, SMA adapters, audio cables, soldering supplies, mobile antennas, and handheld 
cam sticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even used on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics carries MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and Hampro products. And don't miss their 0% off sale going on now. Tower Electronics, online at pl-259.com. Proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. A flashlight is a case for holding dead batteries. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Scott and Jill at Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show once again tonight to help bring you Ham Talk Live. Their next Ham Fest is July 8th at Oak Creek, Wisconsin. And if you're not going to Oak Creek, call 920-435-2973 or visit them online at pl-259.com and tell them you heard it on Ham Talk Live. And um, we're here every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at hamtalklive.com. And uh, if you miss us, well, you can catch us on most popular podcasting sites as well as on hamtalklive.com. Jim Wilson, K5ND, is retired from the Boy Scouts of America headquarters where he spent 21 years in publishing and communications. He is now a freelance writer and continues to volunteer as chairman of the National Radio Scouting Committee, National Jamboree on the Air organizer, and a member of World Joda and Jody team. He's the president of the K2BSA Amateur Radio Association. You can check out their website at k2bsa.net. And uh, over 172,000 scouts have earned the Radio Merit Badge over the years and uh, formally exposed to amateur radio. So, Jim, welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Well, thank you very much, Neil. It's good to be back here, and I appreciate you hosting us and uh, the opportunity to talk about radio scouting. Yeah, now we're going to talk about several things, but the one that we kind of wanted to hit right away um, because it's coming up here in just a couple of weeks, is the uh, National Scout Jamboree. Now, this isn't Joda. This isn't Jamboree on the air. This is the real Jamboree, but you're going to be on the air at the Jamboree. So tell us all about uh, what's coming up at the National Boy Scout Jamboree. Okay, well, uh, I'll t- I usually start at the top of the funnel and work my way down, but uh, the... the uh, The National Jamboree happens every four years. Uh, In 2013 was the first uh, jamboree at the Summit Bechtel Scout Reserve in West Virginia. And actually, it was the first event uh, there in uh, in West Virginia. It's a new property for the Boy Scouts. It's 10,600 acres um, nestled in the mountains of West Virginia, adjoining the New River, uh, National River. And... Quite frankly, there's everything you could possibly want to do in high adventure at this facility, from mountain biking to rock climbing to whitewater rafting, shooting sports, archery, uh, skateboarding, you name it. There are world-class facilities there. And frankly, there's world-class facilities there 
for amateur radio as well. Uh, ICOM America is a big sponsor of amateur radio and scouting. They've installed three repeaters there. Uh, they're active uh, year-round uh, for all the scouting events there. So they'll be uh, on the air during, uh, during Jamboree. Our operation is um, about uh, just over 40,000 staff members have signed up to work for two weeks at the Jamboree putting amateur radio on the air. Now, we'll be joined by uh, a total of about 9,000 staff members running the Jamboree for 30 to 35,000 scouts that will be participating. Uh, the Jamboree runs uh, from the 19th through the 28th. Uh, I'll be getting there on the 15th. Uh, most of our staff members will be arriving on the 15th and the 16th. We'll be setting up, so we'll be beyond the air, um, uh, pro well, uh, probably uh, on the 16th, 17th, uh, 18th, doing some testing. Uh, 19th, or yes, yeah, the 19th that the scouts arrive, and so we'll be actively engaged uh, running demonstrations for the scouts. We'll be uh, operating a demonstration station. We'll be running radio merit badge training. And we'll have amateur radio direction finding course uh, as well. Um, now, the for the operation itself, there are will will the 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 area that we're located in is called the Summit Center, and that's the area of the Jamboree that's open to all scouts as well as all guests. And they've set it up kind of nice, so guests and visitors can come in and participate in certain elements of the jamboree but but not the really high adventure stuff that the scouts have paid big money and big made big trips to get there um but the summit center is only open from 8 a.m to 5 p.m and so those are the hours of our station although we also hope to get on the air in the evening just to hand out some QSOs, we're going to do that by remote control from our staff camp, and, and we'll, we'll see how that goes. But we expect to have 3, 000, run 3,000 scouts through our demonstration station. That's what we did in 2013. Maybe we'll beat that number in 2017. But we need other people on the on, – uh, we need other hams – on the other side of that conversation and scouts uh an example of one of the stations that's going to be on the air during the jamboree is station k5k operating from the philmont scout ranch in new mexico they're going to be active right from the tooth of time traders there at philmont um getting on the air working the jamboree station and and other people that uh, that happen to be on the air at that time so uh, that's our big call uh to amateur radio operators is get on the air talk to scouts share with them some of your experiences in scouting and amateur radio but help us out we think we're going to be challenged because of the propagation um but we'll see uh, 20 meters should be good, 40 meters too, probably 17 meters, uh, mostly will be on phone. Um, I'll also mention that we have a nightly net on Echolink. Uh, we're going to be using the Jambo conference uh, node, uh, J-A-M-B-O, and that net is at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time during the, the Jamboree. So we'll be taking... Uh, 
uh, calls into the net from those that are at the Jamboree, as well as uh, via Echolink from uh, around the world, actually. All right. So, again, the dates on that, July 19th through the 28th is the active time. They'll be setting up a couple of days prior to that. Uh, But July 19th and 28th, we need people on the air uh, between 8 and 5 Eastern time uh, to talk to scouts. And then uh, they'll be on the air some in the evenings as the remote control goes. And then um, Echolink on Jambo, so um, 7.30 p.m. Eastern there. So just uh, another rundown of all of that, and we'll kind of recap that again at the end in case you missed it. Um, and then you've got some uh, scout camps on the air this summer as well. Well, we do, and I um, would encourage you, uh, those of you that are putting scout camps uh, on the air, to register your station at the program that we have called Scout Camps on the Air. It's at S C O T A dot us s-c-o-t-a dot us and so there's a lot of um uh, scout camps that are on the air we also authorize the k2bsa uh portable uh stroke five or stroke six uh, also to to uh, to use the call sign there's a number of those that are active and then i'll mention that uh, this summer there are national jamborees in norway canada luxembourg and germany as well as the World Scout Moot uh, that is operating in Iceland uh, right after, I think maybe right after the the, uh, U.S. National Jamboree closes down. Okay, very good. And um, you're going to have frequencies uh, available on Facebook and Twitter and the website. So why don't you give that information also? Go to K2BSA slash jamboree-live jamboree-live and on there we've listed all the scouting frequencies uh where the the echo link conference nodes the echo link uh repeater um uh uh nodes and we're also on d-star uh we have a d-star repeater there and we'll be connecting that to reflector uh 033a uh, so all on k2bsa.net slash jamboree-live. And then, as, as Neil said, we're going to be putting up um, uh, in real time on social media, uh, Twitter, K2BSA Scouting Twitter, and um, the K2BSA Facebook page. Uh, we'll be posting frequencies as we speak uh, live at the, at the time. So that's a good way to keep up with it. There's also uh, the spotting networks that should be helpful there, too. All right. Very good. So we need you guys uh, and gals to get on the air and uh, and talk to these uh, scouts and the uh, staff that's uh, trying to set things up. So uh, get on the air, track them down, and, uh, and give them some contacts here in uh, just a couple of weeks. Uh, so that's the, the big news here. Uh, that's coming up right away, but uh, I know we've got a couple of other things we want to talk about. Uh, there's been um, some changes to the Radio Merit Badge, and so let's talk about the Radio Merit Badge uh, for just a minute. Yeah, I'll mention that uh, 
Uh, Radio Merit Badge uh, over the years has grown uh, quite a bit in the number of scouts that earn it. Um, back in the uh, the uh, eight, back in the fifties through the eighties, it was a, a thousand a year. Starting in the nineties, it started to climb. Um, coincidentally, when the Morse code requirement dropped away, and now it's in the uh, six to seven thousand a year range that are earned in. In January of this year, we announced new requirements. Uh, we added a new option for amateur radio direction finding or fox hunting. Uh, now, there are four options. One of those options is amateur radio. Another one is broadcast radio. A, uh, a third one is shortwave listening, medium wave listening. And then we've added this fourth one of amateur radio direction finding, which is a perfect match uh, with scouting, it gets some outdoors, finding hidden transmitters, combining orienteering uh, with uh, with amateur radio. But we've made quite a few revisions to bring this up to date uh, as well. We're talking about cellular telephones. Those are another radio that you have in your pocket. Um, and how that uh, applies to help make better connections with scouts. Um, but we also dropped some uh some circuit uh, requirements, schematic symbols and components. They're already covered in electricity and electronics merit badges. So this would allow us to focus on um, expanded radio modulation as just one example. So new things in uh, uh, radio merit badge. We've also created some incredible slide decks for our radio merit badge program at the Jamboree. They have a lot of animations. They're very eye-catching. They teach the Radio Merit Badge in less than four hours. And so those are online as well, ready for those who are putting on Radio Merit Badge workshops uh, back at their councils. So that's what's happening with Radio Merit Badge, Neil. Okay, and there you heard it. Uh, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> the, mm -hmm. uh, the PowerPoint slides are there for you to download, and uh, they're, they're very well done, and... Uh, ready to go so you don't have to reinvent the wheel when you're teaching the radio merit badge so that's some good stuff and then the thing that i think most hams are familiar with uh at least the most is uh, jamboree on the air so let's mention that uh that's a little ways off yet but it'll be here before we know it well, it's getting closer all the time, and we recommend you start planning, of course, in January. And uh, you work uh, at this time to make sure that a scouting event, maybe a campout or a camporee, is lined up with Jamboree on the Air weekend, which is always the third weekend in October. This year, it's the 20th, the 21st, and the 22nd of October. This is the 60th anniversary of the largest scouting event in the world, with over a million participants across 150 different countries. So check in with your local club, see what's happening, connect with a scout unit, see if you can help out. And, and I'll mention that in 2016, interest, I saw it explode inside scouting for Jamboree on the Air. And there's a big reason for this. There's a participation requirement for the Weebelows Arrow of Light Award. You know, check that that requirement off by participating in Jamboree on the air or Jamboree on the internet. So, parents and unit leaders, 
were really out in force uh, during 2016 looking for a way to get involved in this. So it's uh, things are coming together very nicely. Okay, so we'll look for that. And, um, of course, I always remember it because it's the weekend either before or after um, the fall school club roundup. So I've been on the air all week, and then uh, then the scouts get on. So uh, that's a great week there to uh, get on and uh, encourage the youth to uh, get involved in ham radio. So uh, we're going to come back here in just a moment and talk some more with Jim, and we're going to take your calls live. So if you have a question, uh, get that ready to go. And um, we'll open up the phone lines and the Skype lines here in just a moment. And uh, take your calls with Jim Wilson, K5ND, right after this here on Ham Talk Live. Whether you're traveling to a ham fest, a public service event, a radio club meeting, or you're even at work, on vacation, or at a sporting event, we want to see where you're having fun this summer. And to make it even more fun, take a picture at that place with Flat Hammy. Flat Hammy is a printable version of the Ham Talk Live mascot, Hammy, V-E-1-B-C-N. So just download the picture, print it out, and take it with you. Snap a picture with Flat Hammy in it, and then send it to us on social media or by email. The directions are right there next to Flat Hammy. And watch our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram feeds for fun pictures of Flat Hammy all summer long. To print out your copy of Flat Hammy, just go to our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram feed, or you can go to hamtalklive.com and click on the link to the show schedule. You'll see the link to Flat Hammy at the top of the page. Enjoy the summer with Ham Radio, Flat Hammy, and Ham Talk Live. If a man says something in the woods and there are no women there, is he still wrong? You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Join the conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. All right, we are back on Ham Talk Live, and make sure you check out our Facebook page and Twitter feed and Instagram. Just search Ham Talk Live, you'll find us, and uh, of course, we're at hamtalklive.com for the show, and all the information is there, as well as a schedule for upcoming events, and yes, you can download Flat Hammy and print that out and take it with you, and maybe... uh, Maybe we can get some flat hammy pictures from some of these uh, scouting events this summer. Who knows? Well, it's time for your calls now. So if you have a question for Jim, give us a call now at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Or you can call us on Skype. We're Ham Talk Live there. And you can also tweet us at Ham Talk Live. So um, go ahead and fire away on your questions or comments about uh, the Boy Scouts and ham radio. Um, Jim, while we're waiting on those calls to roll in here, um, let's talk a little bit about uh, one of our favorite topics on the show, which is uh, the Dayton Hamvention. You guys uh, had a nice uh, setup at Hamvention again, and uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it was... uh... It was a really a great experience, uh, just uh, from the uh, 
From the perspective of the Hamvention, let me mention that in years past, uh, uh, every time the, the Hamvention would be over, there would be much wringing of hands as to whether Hera Arena would close or not. I was generally myself personally praying that it would close. <laughs> um, but now the conversation is how are we going to improve it? Add a new building, add some more tents, uh, better drainage, all kinds of things. So the conversation is just completely flipped. So I'm delighted to see this. Uh, but I'll share. You know, we had a good uh, booth there. Um, in years past, the ARRL has provided us space in their exhibit for uh, amateur radio and scouting in the, in the K2BSA operation. We really appreciated that. As they moved into the new facilities, they found themselves without uh, the space to host us, but uh, they were, we all together worked with uh, the Dayton Amateur Radio Association. We had a booth uh, right next to the the ARRL exhibit. It went very, very well. Uh, ICOM America stepped up and uh, and sponsored uh, our booth and, and helped us with that. So we we had a great display. Uh, staff members uh, from the Jamboree and, and elsewhere uh, volunteered to, to staff the booth. So we had excellent coverage. We had a lot of good traffic. So um, it, was, it, was, it was great. I, I really enjoyed how it, it all worked out. Yeah, we've had, uh, had uh, Michael Coulter on the show and talking about some of the, uh, the improvements that are uh, forthcoming. And uh, we'll... We'll see if that new building ends up being a reality, and, and uh, it's told us a lot of those things. So we're looking for for great things in Hamventions to come. Well, again, the phone number, if you want to join in on the conversation, is 812-638-4261. That's 812-NET-HAM-1. And uh, you can also Skype us or tweet us. Um, if you have a question about the uh, National Jamboree or Jamboree on the Air, Radio Merit Badge, teaching that, or or any of these other things. And it looks like here, Jim, you've got some, uh, some CW operators um, involved in uh, Boy Scouts as well. Now, back in the day, and as I always say, back in the day when I had to walk to school uphill both ways, through 10 feet of snow without any shoes in the middle of a Sharknado. We went to school at the same place. Yes, we did. <laughs> when, when, when I did my radio merit badge, we had to learn code. And so, you know, you said, you know, that's that's been dropped, but you, you still have some CW activity. So tell us about uh, the CW Ops Award. Well, I'll actually mention, too, way back in the day, uh, to get your first class uh, badge in scouting required you to learn Morse code. Um, and and interestingly enough, um, but so uh, for a first class badge, you need to learn Morse code. Uh, Radio Merit Badge, I, I think at one point it was uh, 10 words a minute, then it might have dropped down to five words per minute, and then in the 90s uh, they dropped it entirely. But uh, 
Uh, I'll mention a funny story. Uh, the CW Ops, we'll get to that here pretty quick, provided an award to the Boy Scouts of America. But And I attended the dinner, uh, their dinner at, at, at Hamvention, and I sat next to a guy there, a member of the CW um, Operators Club. So he's a very high-speed CW operator. And he said he was in scouting, and he never earned his first-class badge because he couldn't do the Morris code. <laughs> <laughs> so some things change. Some things yes. change over time. But yeah, we the Boy Scouts of America was honored uh, by the CW Operators Club uh, with their award for advancing the art of communicating with Morris code. And um, there's this is the second year that they've uh, made these awards. Uh, some pretty distinguished people have earned them. In uh, last year, uh, the fellow that wrote the art of the Zen of uh, radio telegraphy, and uh, and some of the founders of CW Ops. So we're Boy Scouts was very very pleased to get that, and it was chiefly in recognition of the Morris Code interpreter strip. And um, for those in the audience who aren't familiar with this, it was introduced uh, about four years ago, three or four years ago by the Boy Scouts. They have interpreter strips that go, they're sewn on the uniform above the right pocket. And um, typically they're, they say Espanol or they'll, they'll, they'll be written in Arabic or uh, Francais or, and it's, it, a scout can see that and recognize that here's somebody that can translate for them, that can talk to them in their native language. And it, so they introduced one in Morris Code, and it spells out in dots and dashes the word Morris. Now, the backstory on that is um, the Radio Scouting Committee, the National Radio Scouting Committee, was searching out a way to get recognition on the uniform a patch because that's what works in Boy Scouts for amateur radio. And we, we our proposal to the awards and insignia committee was why don't you just say ham radio on it and and this will recognize the skill set that is involved. And they after quite a few weeks, if not months of deliberation, came back to us with a memo that said, Well, we looked at this and we realized that ham radio really isn't a language and then we said well wait a minute what about morris code and we went back and looked at your proposal and no you didn't say anything about morris code so no we can't approve this well 30 minutes later <laughs> we had a proposal in front of them for the morris code interpreter strip <laughs> and about an hour later they had it approved <laughs> but uh and later i met up uh, in person, actually, uh, uh, he's one of the the um, major jamboree organizers. I met up with uh, uh, Russell Smart in in person, and he's who was on that committee. And he said, "Well, Jim, I guess we telegraphed our intentions to oh. you." <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, yeah, and so. Several years later, the CW Op Operators Club recognized Boy Scouts for keeping Morris Code alive and well. And, and it is a pretty popular patch uh, for both leaders and the scouts. They can show that you've got five words per minute and you can sew the patch on your uniform. Very cool. Well, that's uh, 
that's amazing, and that uh, keeps on going. So, um, good job on, on getting that proposal to them uh, in, in quick order. That they didn't have a chance to uh, to say no. So, <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. I, I will mention as well. There was a the we did end up with yet another patch. Uh, it's called the Amateur Radio Operator Rating Strip. And it, it says amateur radio operator, and it goes on. I've forgotten which sleeve of the uniform, but it goes back to um, there were rating strips for scouts in the 1940s. Uh, earned several merit badges, and you could have the, uh, the radio man rating strip, and there were several others. Uh, and so they liked our proposal, and uh, we got it approved. And uh, so it's an official badge. Uh, for Boy Scouts of America. So we eventually got that one approved as well. Very good. 812-638-4261 is the telephone number. That spells NETHAM1, 812-NETHAM1, or Skype us or tweet us. And uh, join in the conversation here with Jim Wilson, K5ND, the, the voice of the K2BSA Amateur Radio Association. So, I know there's some other upcoming um, radio scouting activations, and over at my other volunteer job, over at Amateur Radio Newsline, we have Mr. Bill Stearns, NE4RD, which I, I still love that call sign, um, and and he gets on there every, almost every week and kind of runs down what radio scouting events are coming up in the next few weeks. So that's another way that you can find out about uh, some of these um, scouting events on the air is uh, listen over on Amateur Radio Newsline. But uh, can you give us a few that are that are coming up in addition to the the big ones here that we've talked about? Yeah, let, let me, I've got to pull that. We actually, on the K2BSA website, um, we have a calendar of the, uh, uh, we have an application process if somebody wants to use the K2BSA call sign for a scouting event. And uh, we're limited, of course, to the, uh, uh, we authorize K2BSA slash four in the four call sign area, for example. So there can only be one at a time on any particular day. But uh, let's see. It is um, uh, July 29th. We've got K2BSA slash eight at Rock Creek, Ohio at the Beaumont Summer Camp. They're on the air right now. Um, tomorrow, K2BSA Stroke 4, it's the Order of the Arrow Friday Net from Camp Barstow in Batesburg, South Carolina. And then let's see, uh, K2BSA Stroke 0 at Camp Geiger in St. Joseph, Missouri, uh, starts on Monday and is operating uh, through the week, through, well, wait, through two weeks, two and a half weeks, to the 14th of July. Um, K2BSA Stroke 8, uh, Trail to Eagle in Matamora, Michigan, is on the air Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week, 26th, 27th, 28th. Um, And then we've got, uh, let's see here. Ah, I should have mentioned this. The USA Radio Scouting Net is the second Thursday of every month. 
and it's at 9 p.m. Central Time. It's on the next one is the 13th of July. It's on Echo Link, uh, the Jota 365 Conference Node, J O T A 365 Conference Node. Um, and then, of course, the end of July, we've got the K2BSA National Scout Jamboree in West Virginia. All right. So K2BSA.net for those. And again, uh, yep. Amateur Radio Newsline, uh, you can listen for Bill over there and uh, check those out. So uh, again, the phone number, 812-638-4261. If you want to join in, we have just a few minutes left. Uh, one other thing we can talk about here, uh, while we see if we have uh, have any questions out there, is... Uh, people that are teaching the radio merit badge now i've gone through this and you know our club uh, here in town has done that uh, several times and and so it it's always nice to have some ideas and, and we mentioned a while ago that those um those slide decks are, are available on the website so you can just pull those down but what are some some tips that you have for those people who are trying to teach the radio merit badge? Okay, well, um, <laughs> I have, I've not taught it. Um, I would my suggestion um, for radio merit badge or jamboree on the air or or however you want to engage uh, scouts with amateur radio is to go where the scouts are. Um, so radio merit badge line up with a merit badge university, uh, that might be happening in your local scout council. They're always eager to add more merit badges to those gatherings. Uh, uh, the scout shows is our, our number, another way to do that. Uh, I mentioned before, uh, Jamboree on the air, you know, what weekend that is. It's the third weekend in October work with a scout unit. That's the easiest way to work with it. Or the next level up is a district uh, or there's the council. Um, but line up a camp out or a camporee during that weekend. And that way you've got a built-in activity for the scouts. Um, I talked um, field day was an opportunity to, uh, uh, to engage scouts, to invite them out to your field day act- activation. Uh, I've heard some were were successful with that, but I heard quite a few were not. And it's the age-old problem of trying to get scouts to go to your event. Um, Scouts are busy. Man, when I check in with my grandkids, they've got back-to-back events going on all weekend long. So it's really hard for them to check in anywhere um, that's somewhat uh, of a random activity. If they're already at a campery, you're golden. So, well, that's I've I've uh, I've taken your question about radio merit badge and morphed it, but <laughs> but but um, that's a I think a, a timeless message. Go where the scouts are, so that that you can be an activity where they're at uh, summer camp. Uh, the many of these summer camps that I mentioned. Um, uh, they're, they're there because they're putting on radio merit badge during the summer camp. So, um, that's where the scouts are. They're working on all kinds of merit badges, canoeing and swimming and stopping by and checking out 
amateur radio as well. That's a great way to do it. Yeah, one of the things that that I've uh, found in in teaching, which I teach outside of the the scouting community, I do at, uh, at the high school, is you know a captive audience always helps. So <laughs> that's a that's a great tip. Uh, you know how do how do you get kids to show up? Well, you offer it when they're already there, and and that's uh, that's a big thing because these these kids are busy. They they really do. Uh, yeah. Do a lot of stuff. In fact, sometimes too much. And so, if you can uh, offer that at a at a time and location where they're already there, why uh, it makes it a whole lot yeah. easier for them. So, well, Jim, thanks so much for coming on. And I want to I want to finish up here, um, just uh, reminding everyone with um, some information here. In fact, K three FHP Dave over on QRZ.com said. Just give me the dates and times and frequencies. So, so let's go over where uh, somebody like Dave could could find just dates and times and frequencies. Uh, so, remind everyone about the um, the websites and uh, what's available there, and uh, and the social media sites. One last time. You bet. It's k two bsa dot slash jamboree dash live. And we've listed all of the frequencies. There are actually frequencies, HF frequencies, that are designated scouting frequencies. And so they're used around the world, uh, promoted primarily by the World Organization of the Scout Movement. We also list the Echolink uh, nodes for the demonstration station, for the repeaters that are there, uh, the D-Star reflectors and the D-Star repeater um so it, it's it's all there at k2bsa.net slash jamboree live uh and then monitor social media k2bsa on facebook and k2bsa uh underscore scouting on twitter and uh we'll be posting live when when we are available and what frequencies that we're on um i'll also mention K2BSA.net has a Jamboree on the Air email newsletter that goes out from time to time, more frequently as we get closer to Jamboree on the Air. So subscribe to that. Uh, and on every page in the, uh, uh, the upper right-hand corner, there's a subscription form. And fill in your email address and your name and your call sign, and you'll get on the list. We have about uh, uh, almost 1,700 people on that list right now in the and the issue just went out uh, today. Um, the other website to look at uh, for activities is uh, jodajodi.info, J-O-T-A-J-O-T-I dot info. It's the World Scouting's website for Jamboree on the Air, Jamboree on the Internet. And don't neglect a Jamboree on the Internet for some of your activities this October. Propagation isn't our friend these days, and there's a lot of things that you can do on social media, Skype, um, YouTube, etc., engaging scouts and keeping them active uh, for a really fun uh, weekend. So, um, yep, that's, oh, and Scout Camps on the Air, uh, S-C-O-T-A dot U-S, Scout Camps on the Air, great way to uh, find active events, what frequencies they're on, etc., and to register your own so other people will be aware. 
All um, right, Jim. Thank you so much for all that great information, and uh, hopefully we can get some people on the air to talk to uh, the scouts at that uh, National Jamboree coming up here in a couple of weeks, as well as the Joda and Jody. So that is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Jim Wilson, K5ND, and uh, everybody out there in cyberspace for listening. And uh, we'll invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And if you want to know who's coming up on the show, you can go to hamtalklive.com. There's a link there uh, that says show schedule, and you click on that, and it'll give you the latest schedule of upcoming guests again hamtalklive.com and click on the show schedule link so for now this is neil rap wb9vpg saying 7375 and may the good dx be yours Don't, don't, don't,